Hi guys, welcome to Belief Alchemy with Megan O'Neill. Every week I'll be sitting down to interview visionary women who will teach us how to have a more magical mindset and to create greater possibility in our lives and in our business. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so happy to have you here, Catherine. Um, I have Catherine Hawking here, who I have um, been coached by. I've done many of her courses. I am a big girl fan of hers. I really have enjoyed everything that I have done. And um, I mean, we'll get into all the different things that you've offered over the years, but I just want to ask you if you wouldn't mind introducing yourself to our listeners. Sure. So thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here and excited to be talking to you today. Um, I am a business astrologer and soulful launching mentor. Um, so that's a bit of a mouthful, but um, I focus on using astrology as a tool to help people understand themselves better and then align their business um, really to their true soul path. Um, so I have an academy called the Embodied Soul Astrology Academy. Um, and through there, I offer online courses to help people understand their natal chart better. And um, in time, I'm going to be offering uh, business astrology courses there as well. Um, I've also, as you alluded to in the past, I've had programs around creating online courses, around soulful launching. Um, so I do a lot of business coaching as well, but really these days what I try and do is bring the astrology into that business coaching because I find it helps people um, really understand themselves better and get much more aligned to their businesses. Well, you know, and you, you do the same thing with me. I mean, I have seen you in all your different incarnations, really. But I know that when you first started, you were a young mom at home and you, you were a corporate trainer, weren't you, before that point? Yeah, I was. So I'd had about 10 years in corporate and I'd done a few things. I'd worked um, in procurement, which is effectively helping organizations buy things in an effective um, way. So I'd worked in procurement. I'd worked in contract management. I had worked um, as a program manager in the aid and development sector. Um, and then I had moved into corporate training, as you say. So I had worked as a consultant and head trainer for a training organisation um, that was actually partly owned by a university here in Australia. So um, as I transitioned over into my business, I really took those uh, training and learning skills that I already had. Well, you know, I, what I forgot to mention is that I'm a Canadian talking to an Australian. I forget. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> how did we connect? And, you know, how I found you and how we connected was that I was in the Lucky Bitch uh, boot camp. And I had yeah. found uh, Denise Duffield Thomas. I Googled Lucky Bitch and thought it was hilarious and joined the boot club or boot camp. <laughs> and then you were, um, you were recommended because I was looking at expanding my business to e-courses and you were recommended as one of the people. So I hopped on, yep. saw your brilliant, uh, you know, you did, I think a fan people, I don't think many people are really great at launches and, 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 and webinars. And I thought yours was fantastic. So I jumped in to your e-course um, and then it just progressed from that. But how did you get from being a corporate trainer at home to this, tell a bit about the course because it was really, it was really successful. Like you were really successful. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so what happened initially was I was working in corporate, I'd had my first child, went back to work and I think 
sometimes after you've had children, like, I don't know, it, it's something about your care factor or you know you've got something like more important that you could be at home with. And I, there were things that just I couldn't handle anymore in the corporate environment or just the way people might treat you or the way you were talked to. And I was just like, no, nah, I've had enough of this. So I decided that I wanted to start a business and my main criteria was it needed to be something I could do from home. So that was pretty much all I knew going in. So I did some research and I looked at a whole range of things like graphic design and web design. And um, I settled on life coaching. And um, actually, that's kind of a story in itself because 10 years earlier, when I was about to start my first job out of university, I had seen a flyer for life coaching and thought that would look like an amazing thing to do, but felt like because I'd just finished my degree, I needed to go and do something you know, serious or, or whatever. So it was funny, it was kind of a full circle moment when I then went to go and study life coaching. And initially I thought I was gonna work with mums returning to work because I had had a really interesting experience returning to work and I knew, you know, there's a whole lot of things that mums need to manage and even things like negotiating, flexible arrangements and all of that. So I thought that's what I was gonna do, but I didn't get any clients. like not even one in that area. But what I did get was mums in business coming to me, um, wanting more of my business and commercial experience and just the fact that I'm, I'm just naturally a very organized, planned person. Those were the kind of things that I wanting to be coached in. So I started um, creating some coaching packages for them and was then uh, through Marie Forleo's B-School, saw the power of the online course. This was really in the very early days of online courses when I did it. Um, saw the power of that and just thought, yeah, this is perfect for my audience. This is perfect for mums that, you know, it's not always easy for them to get out of the house. It's not always easy for them to stick to set times. Something that they can go and learn and apply at times that suit them, which could be the middle of the night, you know, it could be anytime. So I created um, some online courses and they were quite successful. And then the clients in these courses started saying, oh, can you teach us how to create online courses? Because they could see the potential for their business. And this wasn't even something I had considered, but I heard it a number of times and I thought, okay, let's just see where this, uh, this takes me. And it was an immediate success. Um, you know, I think I decided that I could probably support 30 people um, the first time I launched this course. And um, I met that goal very, very quickly when I launched this new course. So it just um, then became really successful. I think one of my largest rounds was over 200 people that went through it in a round and it became a million dollar e-course for me. It um, brought in over seven figures in revenue and um, was really known as one of the best courses out there for creating um, online courses. And I ran it. I'm, I'm, it's still running. So yeah, it's been around for about seven, eight years now. Oh, I think it was brilliant. Um, I thought it was, um, I, I can see I've recommended it to a lot of people because I sort of think of you initially, I thought of you as the e-course lady. And yeah. I, you know, and I, I remember when, you know, watching your thing and I think that um, you'll get into the astrology, but you know, when you talk about a person who I could see your corporate training coming in there, but I could also see the Virgo coming in there. So, yeah. um, and then as I got to, to follow you, 
um, I, you know, you, you branched into a different area in your life. And I always kind of laugh at entrepreneurs because we really do often have different incarnations and, you know, yeah. I there's that creativity and that desire to explore. But one of the things that I wanted to ask you is when you, I mean, eventually you left the corporate world and you went into, um, this kind of, kind of crazy world of entrepreneurship. It's different. It's a different lifestyle mm -hmm. to say the least. And there's a lot of mindset adjustments to go from being a nine to five or working in a corporate world, um, having a steady paycheck, you know, yeah. the, the whole nine yards of what it means to be. What do you think that you struggled with initially when you were opening up your business and growing it? I think, you know, really that, yeah, that fact that you've been so used to knowing exactly how much is coming in um, and when it's coming in and you're going to a point where really nothing is guaranteed. Um, and there are, there are degrees of that. Some people have business models that are more guaranteed than others or whether they get, you know, larger packages of work and they can plan a bit better. But the type of uh, business that I was running, which was really launch by launch and client by client um, was very unpredictable and you could go based on past success, but you would never know until you, you did the launch and you would have to invest the money before um, and really have that sense of faith and trust in yourself that it was worth doing. And yeah, that was, that was really challenging. Um, they say that being an entrepreneur is the best personal development you can ever do. And I really agree with that. You know, uh, there's an enormous amount of faith and trust and belief in yourself and you have to push through a lot of resistance. Um, and that is still, you know, eight years in, that is still part of the day to day. You know, I still get those little voices in my head telling me all the reasons why something won't work or why I shouldn't do something. And I, I have to, um, say thanks but no thanks and and keep going yeah i was just doing a little i just did a little video on that the other day i was calling it the devil inside it's funny yeah. because i was playing in excess devil inside <laughs> because i was <laughs> like this is what no matter what level you're going to because i spend a lot of time talking to women and working with women on imposter syndrome this is um this is a terrible affliction that we no matter who you are no matter what level you're at you know, I think yeah. uh, Denise was the first person I heard say, um, you know, new level, new old devil. And I thought that was yeah. such a perfect way to describe it. But you, you obviously yeah. pushed through it and you, I mean, I can imagine that unless you have a high, and this is the thing I find with women, unless you have a really high level of risk, which I find most women don't, putting mm. out the money first for your course must have in many ways been really intimidating. And it is a leap of faith. Yeah, it absolutely is. Um, I don't necessarily think I struggle with it as much as some women do. I think probably I'm lucky in that I do have a reasonable level of faith in myself, but it, it was still hard. And I've, I've, I've made some mistakes along the way. You know, I've made some decisions that looking back, if I could change them, I'd do them differently. You know, like um, there was one launch where I had years and years of, um, you know, tried and true results. And so I borrowed some money up front um, for a launch because I thought, oh, we'll just make it a bit easier. I know it's going to bring in X amount of money and it wasn't a good launch. And I lived to regret, <laughs> regret that decision because then I owed money with interest and, you know, I will never do that again. But, you know, we all, um, we all have these, these moments and these good and bad decisions. And speaking of imposter syndrome, I mean, I've had to deal with that all over again with the astrology work I'm doing because, 
you know, there are so many more astrologers out there with years more experience um, or, you know, they've written books or have done what there's so many more people that I could say, oh, well, why should I even try, you know? But you've got to remember that people are coming to you for you. And I know that I've got people like you that have followed me for years and they come to me because they like my teaching style. They know that I break things down. They know that uh, I teach things in a very practical way. So they're coming to me for my take on astrology and my unique way. And I'm very different to the way a lot of people or a lot of astrologers would teach or talk about astrology. So it's just remembering that you've got that special something to share with the world and um, you know, you just push through it. But yeah, the imposter syndrome is often there for me as well. And I just try and ignore it and keep going with my day. Well, like I, I, I often observe that women who are in that growth period, it probably pops up the most during that time period. But, yeah. You know, how did you go when I think about you at the beginning and I'm, I'm, I'm going back to when I was sitting in front of my screen and I was watching your videos and it was just I just love, I loved the way you organized it, by the way, the, the e-course, um, it was it the e-course launch. Is that why my, what I'm, e-course launch formula. everything about it was like, I just love the graphics. Anyway, I loved it. Yeah. How did you go from that? And I, and you know, I, I can see how people might've thought, well, this is the type of person that Kath is. And then you go from that and I'm following you and I'm enjoying your work. And I guess also, uh, you probably think that I trusted you, you know, I trusted yeah. you. That's often actually how I purchase things is just, I'm mm -hmm. a total trust person. But how yeah. did you get into, and then I ended up taking the soulful. I did the soulful, uh, I think Pitching. it was the soulful. Yep. And yeah. so that was a completely different side of you that I hadn't seen before. So talk yeah. about that and, and, and that transition to going into that. What made you do that? Yeah, it was really interesting. So I think what initially triggered it was that I got adrenal, adrenal fatigue two years in a row. So the first time I'm like, okay, this is not ideal. And like I got it really badly. Um, barely could get out of bed for a month or possibly longer with it. Um, I couldn't think straight. I had extremely bad brain fog and it was, it was really debilitating. Um, and then the next year, almost to the day it hit again. Um, and once I'd had it two years in a row, and again, I was out, couldn't do anything for a period of time. I just thought this is not sustainable. This is not gonna work. My business is a launch-based business, but it's making me sick. Yeah. So I just sort of thought there's gotta be a better way. There's gotta be, yeah, there's got to be something I can do. This isn't working. This isn't sustainable. There's people out there that manage to do it. So there's got to be a better way. And that really took me on a bit of a journey of exploration. Um, and what I learned was that I was way too much in my masculine energy, way too much in the pushing and the hustle. And I was um, not balancing that out with feminine energy. Um, and really that's where soulful launching came from because soulful launching um or sorry launch mastery is all about balancing the masculine and feminine energies when you launch um, so either if you're really in the masculine it helps you with the feminine or if you're really in the feminine it helps you with the masculine side of things so the structure and the systems um, and the strategy and so it was really born from that experience. But I guess at the same time, I was also going through my own um, awakening. So, 
you can say, oh, I had adrenal fatigue, but you could also look at it as being, uh, you know, a, a kundalini awakening of sorts. And, you know, through this time, there was also a lot that was changing in me. And I was looking for something deeper. Um, I was looking for more connection and more spirituality in my life. Um, and so I started going on this personal journey. And as you kind of alluded to, often for entrepreneurs, our personal journey becomes our professional journey. So often we, we when we have personal brands, our brand is so much a part of us that we end up not feeling aligned if our business or the work that we're doing isn't a reflection of where we are. And so as time went on, the old business whilst it was great and amazing and successful it wasn't a full representation of who I was and what I was here to do so I also could see that a lot of people in my community were not taking action and um, they were also getting burnt out and I knew a lot of them needed help but I felt like it was a deeper level of help than the the masculine strategy help that I was giving them and so it was also about wanting to find some deeper, more potent ways to help them move through um, the resistance, um, the fear of being visible and all of those sorts of things. Um, and so then during this time, I did a soul and energy medicine healing practitionership. So, you know, I'm a certified soul medicine guide. I started exploring a lot of different modalities and techniques to work with people deeper and in the end it was um, astrology that really resonated for me and I think the reason is it, it's very Virgo so Virgo is actually a healing sign which a lot of people don't realize so Virgo is opposite Pisces and Pisces is the kind of cosmic up in the sky you know very intuitive kind of healing energy whereas Virgo is more the grounded earthy healing energy and so Virgo brings in the, the brain um, and kind of the analysis that you need for astrology, but it also, astrology is also very intuitive and um, very grounded. And what I love about astrology is I can sit with a client and it's right there on the page and I can show them how to read that page and then they just go, oh my gosh, it's right there. Like this explains so much. It's, it's literally right there in front of me. And um, so astrology just felt, being a Virgo rising, um, it just felt like the right modality for me. And that's um, where I've now really settled and, and built my academy and uh, really just love using astrology with clients. Well, you know what's funny about you saying that about the Virgo? Now, I had a lot of Virgos in my life to say, probably the most um, sun signs anyway, but my mother had a Virgo moon and she worked as a registered nurse at a teaching hospital in Toronto. And one of the things that I had is all my doctors were females and they were Virgos. And one of the things that you no, and I, so I always say, if you want a good doctor, go to a Virgo. But one yeah. of the things they're known for these Virgos that I would, that, you know, maybe not great in their uh, bedside manner sometimes, <laughs> not, you know, not loving, like, you know, they're not going to hug you, but they're diagnosticians. So if you want to know what actually yeah. is wrong with you, they're going to tell you. Yeah. But, but also something that I told you, um, you know, I loved how you, you talk about the male female energy. And I think that I, one of the things I took away, one of the many things that I took away from working with you 
was how so many women are told we have to be and think and believe that the way to do business is to be in your male energy and yeah. that you're not going to be successful. So you brought, so let's talk a little bit about the female energy because I think that that is neglected. And I, I have been talking about it since I took your course because it resonated so much with me. Mm. Yeah. So tell me about the, the female, how you see it. Yeah. So it's so interesting since I kind of did my research and discovered this, you know, I've never had adrenal fatigue again. And whilst, you know, I get the cold and the flu or whatever, I've never had that big debilitating. And this is, you know, probably four or five years ago now. So it 100% works. I can uh, put my hand on heart and say that. Um, feminine energy, I mean, it's different for everyone, but feminine energy is more about tuning in I think. Um, so it's less being in the brain and more being kind of in the heart and in the body. So it's things like really listening um, to your or tuning into your intuition, um, tuning into your body wisdom, um, tuning into your cycles and flows. So really, um, really listening and understanding which days are meant to be the hustle days and which days need to be um, the softer um, flow days and we can do this in a number of ways we can look at moon cycles and work with the moon cycles in that way you can track your menstrual cycle or you can just generally tune in which is is more what I do I don't look at the uh, moon cycle and go okay it's a yang energy today therefore I'm more of a just tune in myself but I guess that ability has been built up over time it's um you know, different feminine practices that I would use are things like using oracle or tarot cards because they're really a tool to assist you to tune into your intuition. Um, I listen to guided meditations. Um, in Launch Mastery, we have ones that are very specific to the launching process um, to kind of help people during those difficult phases um, of launching. I would do things like go and um, get a massage, you know, look after myself. The feminine energy is very much about self-care um, and rest and looking after yourself. So it's about bringing those elements in to the launch period. Now, this is very different to what we might have picked up early on in business we're meant to be doing. Um, typically, people feel like they're meant to be working till three in the morning on a launch and getting no sleep and hustle, hustle, hustle. Um, I actually believe that during a launch, you should be treating yourself better than any other time and bringing in lots of self-care, going out and spending time with girlfriends, you know, um, and doing a lot of really nice things because the point of it is that when we're in a launch, we're putting out a certain vibration. And if that vibration is one of being stressed, burnt out, over it, kind of almost resenting it, we're not going to attract the right energy of people to us. But if we are vibing at a really happy, great level because we've been treating ourselves well, we've seen our girlfriends, we've gotten a meth massage, et cetera, we're going to be having this much more positive, welcoming, inviting kind of energy. And that's going to reflect in, in how our launch goes. I love that. And I'm, I'm so happy that we're, we're speaking about this because I think there's so many women who are not exposed to this. And I love, I love the fact that we're talking about this. One of the things that I kind of laugh about is that you and I at one point were talking about the fact that we both grew, as, uh, grew up as Catholics. And I know you had a really traditionally Catholic family. Um, 
and you know astrology <laughs> was you know i don't know what they used to say about it because i remember i had a very very devout catholic um my my friends had devout devout catholic parents and she could not even talk about astrology at her house i mean that was verboten my mom was like a 70s mom and she I don't know if you've ever heard of Linda Goodman's uh, Sun Signs. Have you ever heard of this? This famous book. Okay, so you need to look at this, Kath. This is like the 60s Bible of like groovy ladies who were, and it, it, she's, it's fun. It's written really well. So it's worth yeah. going to look at this. But uh, my mother had that, that was like bathroom reading, <laughs> is that you would have these. So I had always grown up with, you know, I'm a Gemini and a I learned a little bit about um, the moon and I had a friend who's very knowledgeable, but most people wouldn't connect astrology and wouldn't even think, I don't think of astrology um, in, in terms of your business and being one of the things that would help you to achieve what you want to achieve in your business. So just educate us on that. Yeah, it's really interesting. I'm actually quite surprised there hasn't been more done around astrology and business because they fit so well together. Um, there's lots of different applications. So some of the things I do with people, um, I'll have clients come to me and they're going to be launching a business and they want to pick the best time and energy to launch it. So I'll work with them and really find out what it is that they want for their business, what they want the energy to be, and then I'll do some work to work out the best time for them to launch, often down to the minute, but really um, looking at what energy do they want to incarnate this business with. Um, I'll also do things like look at um, someone's year ahead to see what um, transits they're going through, um, what uh, where the different planets are at different times and how that would impact their year and when the best times are to do things such as launch, when the best time is to perhaps go and retreat, um, if they're wanting to publish a book, you know, whatever the goal is, I look at um, their chart and um, the transits of the planets, which is just the planets moving around, then activating your chart and look at when the best time is. I do things like looking at their natal chart and then really just applying that back to business. So, okay, this is your natal chart. This is what you've incarnated with. This is your potential. How can you then align your business more to that potential? Um, I have a particular approach to, um, to planning a launch using the moon cycle and the, the best um, the best time of the month to launch in, best time to do different stages, what the moon and the different signs is going to mean for your launch. So that's another application. But this, I mean, there's honestly endless ways that you can yeah. use astrology to apply to business. I think you looked at my natal chart. And one of the things that was really helpful to me and has um, really influenced my thinking after we looked at it is that you were looking at my chart and then you came to the conclusion, which is so true. You said to me, Megan, you need to have more fun in your business. And I am a person who likes to have fun. And that's how I was kind of coped in school. And I'd always make, even in terms of my work, my mindset work with people, I do it from a place of almost having fun. So when you said yeah. that, you reminded me that I could bring that into my work. Because yeah. you know how beliefs are. We have a lot of beliefs about work and God forbid that work should be too fun and too easy. So I, you know, I'm, I think your work is fantastic. I, I think that what's really interesting about astrology is that interest in astrology is growing and growing and growing. Mm 
Mm. And I think that it's, I bring up the Catholic part of this too, because I think that many of us have felt disconnected by traditional uh, male institutions like the Catholic church in our case. Um, I think most, most organized religions have more of a, I, I feel like they have more of a male energy to them. And even in terms of their organization, yeah. And I think we are looking to explore um, suppressed, you know, even in terms of when we were doing your course, you talked a lot about goddesses. And, yeah. you know, um, as you know, my name is O'Neill. So, you know, I had been cut off. I mean, when we were growing up, the only female, uh, the only female, I don't even know if you would call them role models or would be saints. Like, think about... Yeah it would be St. Teresa and your parents would talk to you about a saint. <laughs> trying to kind figure of hard out. to relate with the saint, right? You know? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Maybe Joan of Arc, you know, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but they, they always felt like they weren't that um, empowering or something, you know, I don't know. Yeah. So we're, I think that the fact that you are um, offering this to women and business women in particular is wonderful because I think we are searching for an alternative. I think there's a lot of attack on astrology now though, which is interesting. Yeah. I think a lot of people are threatened by things that they don't know or understand. So I think it's really yeah. great that we're talking about this. And um, we're normal, educated women who, um, who can look at something alternatively to help us yeah. in our business. One of the things that I'd like to say for any of your listeners who, who are religious, which is totally fine, is that astrology actually really isn't a religious practice and it can go hand in hand with whatever your religious beliefs are so modern astrology really um, aims to not take a religious viewpoint per se and so because of that as I say it can go hand in hand it's meant to be empowering it's meant to be a way of understanding yourself better so you know um, I think if you go into it with that perspective um, you can feel empowered and interested in it. I see it as like the ultimate personality test is the way I often describe it or a personality test for the soul, you know, that much deeper um, way of understanding yourself. Um, and one thing, I just wrote a blog last week that was about different types of astrology. And um, in that blog, I also talk about the importance of of looking at your own background and, and choosing which type of astrology to work with or study based on that, because um, I think it's most empowering to, um, yeah, work with astrology, similar to what I talked about in Launch Mastery with the goddesses, but to really tune into your, your own backgrounds, traditions. And even there's, there's a form of Celtic astrology, which is based on different trees, which is really interesting. So the signs are actually different trees and Celtic astrology and that's something that I definitely want to study more in the future um you know western astrology is is fine for um for western people um but so for example I would, don't necessarily recommend going and studying Vedic astrology if you're not um you know from India or that region of the world or you know Chinese astrology I think it's much more powerful if you look to study um an astrology that is part of your ancestry. Um, and that, yeah, that's what I have found is really powerful to tune into um, the forms of astrology that are part of part of my ancestry. And as I say, I'm hoping to learn a lot more about Celtic astrology. And when you look into it, that astrology exists in so many different parts of the world. It's, it's 
really incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. I'm, you know, I would love for the listeners to be, I will share a link to that, that the, the blog that you wrote and you've got a couple of, I think you actually have a free course that I saw. Um, Do you have a free astrology course where they can sort of tap into that? I do. So I have a free course called Astrology Basics and it's on my Embodied Soul Astrology Academy um, website. And it really, it gives you just the basics and how to create um, a birth chart, what everything means on the birth chart. It gives you a few basic tips for for looking at your birth chart. Um, And yeah, it really just gives you that first introduction and tries to dispel all the mystery around what this uh, funny chart with different lines on it is. Oh, so I will, I, I'm, I'm going to include, include that too, so that people who have never, you know, here we are talking about astrology and we assume maybe that lots of people understand yeah. or know about astrology. So this will be a good primer for people to understand exactly what you're talking about. And I, I think that's yeah. fantastic. One of the things that I wanted to dive into is, you know, you've been through a lot, you've probably been through a lot of growth that I think most entrepreneurs maybe haven't experienced yet and are, are are going to hopefully. What do you think that you've learned from all? What's the big belief that you think that you run now that helps you in your business and in your growth? Oh, that's a that's a deep question. Um, I've learned a lot of things. I think um, one of the harder learnings to me has been that. Um, following your passion or your soul won't always pay off immediately. Like often it is the harder path. Now I don't want to turn that into a negative belief set that I have, but it's about really believing in yourself and trusting yourself and having some patience um, to let things grow again because you know, it'd be very easy for me to go into my new work, having the same expectations that my old work had five years in. And that's just not the reality for most people. When we change paths so dramatically, it does take some time to to re-educate people and to um, really get your message across to find sometimes your new soul tribe of people that want to learn from you. So, you know, that's been a big thing for me is that, um, it's been about deciding that following following that soul path was the most important thing to me um, and that's not always been not always been easy that's that is a pearls of wisdom right there i, I really <laughs> I love i'm glad that. yeah yeah i think um i don't think we often necessarily and i'm glad that i'm talking to you because i don't think we necessarily talk about the soulful part and um, I think that's a negated subject. And, and I'm really happy to have this opportunity to talk to you. I appreciated having you as my guest. I'm going to put all the links because I know that, that you've got a lot of interesting things and you just told me that you're creating some new programs around astrology. So yeah. for any of my listeners who would love to check that out, and I highly recommend that they do, Catherine Hawking is the gal, the gal from Australia. So thank you because it's early there, isn't it? Is it early? Uh, it's not too bad now. It's 10 a.m. at the oh, moment. So okay. I've actually been up since 6 a.m. coaching clients early. So I'm, I'm oh, doing all right at the moment. Oh, yeah, that early, eh? Ooh. <laughs> well, Miss Hawking, thank you so much. I appreciate it. And I'm going for anybody listening, I'm putting, don't worry, I'm going to put it all in the show notes and I'm going to share this so everybody will have the opportunity to learn from you. Thanks a lot. Thanks so much, Megan. 
I hope you enjoyed our guest today as much as I did. If you are interested in connecting on social media, then I am on Facebook and LinkedIn, Megan O'Neill Core Beliefs. Or if you are thinking this is the time for you to empower your mindset and expand your life and business, you can find me at meganoneal.ca. 